but a great deal can change in a year. And the previous June, when her old boss had retired to Spain, Monica had been promoted to the rank of Detective Chief Inspector, which in a provincial, inward-looking town like Whitebridge made her a person of some consequence, whether she wished it or not. And this was a wedding which people of some consequence were expected to attend. The groom, Robert Freeman, was the son of Alderman Freeman, and had already made his own mark as a promising young doctor. The bride, Vanessa Freeman, nay Clough, managed the soft furnishings floor of the town's biggest department store, and her father was the managing director of one of the local breweries. Add to all that the fact that the reception was being held in the banqueting hall of the Royal Victoria, Whitebridge's poshest hotel, and it was as plain as could be that accepting the invitation was pretty much de rigueur. Even so, Panitovsky had tried to talk her way out of it, and might have succeeded if the big boss had not made it perfectly plain that he fully expected her to attend. Her fate, as far as this wedding was concerned, had been sealed two weeks earlier in the chief constable's office. I've just received an invitation to Robert Freeman's wedding, George Baxter had said as he puffed away at his pipe and filled the area around his large head with light blue smoke. It's on the 9th of March. I know. I've been invited too, sir, Panitovsky had told him. It all seems rather rushed, doesn't it? Yes, but I suspect there are good reasons for that, the chief constable said. He grinned. Doctors are very good at handing out advice on how to use contraception responsibly, but they don't necessarily always follow that advice themselves. Ah, Panitovsky had said. She paused for a moment. I think I'll find some excuse for crying off. I don't really know the happy young couple, and weddings can be such a bore. Alderman Freeman has always been very helpful to, and supportive of, the work of the Midlanks police said the chief constable, as if he hadn't heard her. One of us should certainly be there to show our support for him. Well, if you're going... I'd be more than willing to go to the wedding if I could. But I can't. Which means, of course, that you positively must attend. Panitovsky had looked at her former lover through suspicious eyes. She both admired and respected Baxter as a policeman. But there were times when perhaps because of their joint past history, she couldn't help seeing the big ginger-haired man with a yard-brush moustache as no more than a gigantic teddy bear, and it was the teddy bear she was seeing now. Can't go, or don't want to go, sir, she asked innocently. Can't go, Chief Inspector. As you know yourself if you ever bothered to read my memos, the teddy bear said firmly. The Home Office wants me to conduct an inquiry over in Yorkshire starting on the 11th of March. How convenient for you, sir, Panitovsky said, not quite under her breath. What kind of inquiry will you be conducting? You really should read the memos, you know. I'll be investigating the death of one Jeremy Templer, who hanged himself in his cell at H.M. Dunstan Prison last month. And it will be a full-scale inquiry, will it? Panitovsky asked, still not sure whether or not her boss was attempting to pull a fast one over his attending the wedding. It depends what you mean by full scale, Baxter replied. On the one hand, I'll be the only one involved, but on the other, 
I'll be expected to stay there until I'm satisfied I can write a fair and balanced report. But why do they even need to bring in someone from outside? Panyatovsky persisted. I suppose it's because there are special circumstances attached to the suicide. Templar was attacked by the other prisoners several times before he took his own life. I haven't got all the details at my fingertips, but I believe he was scalded in the dining room, beaten up in the showers, and stabbed in the leg while he was exercising in the yard. I assume he was a sex offender then, Panyatovsky said. That's right, Baxter agreed. In most prisons, as you probably know, there's some status attached to being an armed robber, and even more to being a murderer. But if you're inside for a sex offence, then God help you, because a lot of the cons have got kids of their own. Hang about, said Panyatovsky, who'd been doing some rapid calculations. You've said your inquiries.